Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Hoot Board Podcast. I am Brian Reynolds, and with me today is Mary Rains. She is the Marketing and Communications Specialist at discoverodessa.org. Mary, how are you doing? I'm doing well, Brian. How are you? I'm doing well too. Doing well. Just uh, still, still uh, working from home at the moment, and uh, you know the, how how the pandemic has kind of changed uh, a lot of things for all, all of us. So, yep, it's uh, still hanging in there. So, but we're here today to talk about Discover Odessa. Talk a little bit about maybe a DMO destination marketing, even if there's any kind of visitor kind of discussions that we can get into as well. Uh, we're big on CVBs and DMOs and talking about just kind of uh, that world and, uh, and kind of the unique situations uh, that the, the uh, destination marketing and visitor marketing world uh, has to offer. But first, I want to talk a little bit about you, Mary. Can you just talk us a little bit about your journey to becoming a marketing and communication specialist? So I am actually somewhat new to the field of marketing. Um, so back in 2017, I believe, um, I started as a director of a small town chamber of commerce. The population was about 4,000 um, in, in central Texas. And um, it, I jumped in with both feet. I had no prior experience to marketing or any type of um, chamber of commerce. Like the world of the chamber was new. Um, and so it was, um, I literally got thrown into it and it was, it was a blast to figure everything out. And um, on my own, you know, it, it, it makes you learn more and be grateful for, for what you do know. Um, so anyways, I did that for about a year and then we relocated out here to West Texas. Um, and so I am now in this current position with Discover Odessa. Um, and I'm very blessed to be here. And I, it's nice to have a, a decent sized budget to work with now. <laughs> so, um, that's super fun. And I've, I've, I'm very grateful for all of the learning opportunities that I've I've gotten to have here. Um, I know we're a smaller destination if you're comparing us to Austin or Dallas, but um, compared to where I'm from, it's 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 very exciting for me to get to promote Odessa. Oh, for sure. Yeah, the, there's a lot of um, there's a lot of cities. One thing I've realized when uh, learning in the, uh, the the destination marketing world is that uh, every area has its own unique personality, its own unique uh, you know reason why people visit and things to do in that uh, particular area. And uh, you know, in Texas, uh, when we drop names like Austin and Dallas, obviously there's a lot of uniqueness. But I know I'm curious about Odessa, and that brings me actually a great dovetail into this next question. So, what makes Odessa, Texas, a unique visitor visitor destination? So when you come to Odessa, I don't know if you've ever, have you ever been to Texas, Brian? The farthest south I've gone is San Antonio. Uh, I've driven across, I've driven like from east to west. <laughs> that was a long drive, okay. But, okay. but I visited San Antonio. That's about as far south as I've gone. Okay. So we're west of San Antonio. So um, we're, I mean, right there, um, you know, we're in the desert. So we have the sandstorms. Um, we're now having earthquakes, which is super random. Mm -hmm. um, but we're a very unique destination in the fact that, um, so we have a, a lot of smaller communities surrounding us. And so those smaller communities rely on us for entertainment and for fun. And I mean, just for leisure in general. And so that is a big driving factor for us. And we, we do promote to the smaller communities, um, around us quite a bit. So, um, we, so just for example, some fun things that we have to do here. Um, and I love finding new attractions that we have that are opening. It's, it's like my hobby. <laughs> so just new things to promote. 
Um, and so like we have go-karts and um, we have a place called Rimrock Raceway and they have go-karts there that go 60 miles an hour and you're not strapped into like a seat belt, like there's no safety <laughs> whatsoever. So it's super fun. But we're that like people come from New Mexico to come and do that. Um, so it's it, that's a very unique attraction that we have here. Um, we have um, a few like painted um, like pottery places here where you can go and like build your own pottery and paint it. And um, it takes multiple steps and days to do all of that. And so it's really cool when you get to finish and you're like, I made this and it took me so long, but it's so cool. Um, so we have that, um, those kinds of things. We have like plenty of movie theaters. Um, we do have Synergy, which I believe there's like four or five in Texas and maybe Oklahoma as well. Um, but they have like arcades, and, you know, it's just like the, the general, for the general fun. Um, trying to think, what else do we have? Synergy. That sounds like a fun family friendly thing too. Is that like oh, a it's family? Yeah. That's like a good like birthday situation for the families or, oh, yeah. or, or yeah, any, have, any teenagers are running. would have fun. Too. Yeah. They do parties. Um, I mean, they have like a, they have bowling alley, they have um, an arcade, a movie theater, uh, an escape room. Ooh, uh, like I think, well, I think that's it. Oh, they have like the, um, the virtual reality headset, you know, game things. Uh -huh. And uh -huh. those always mess me up. <laughs> So, <laughs> but they're super fun. Um, trying to think of what else I'm uh, forgetting here. Well, the, um, so the Odessa, I'm just, while I'm thinking about it, so it's in Western Texas, you're in the Western mm -hmm. side of Texas. And uh, so okay, I'm from Western Kansas, uh, it's a small okay. town called Hayes. And I always think to myself, like it's a population 22,000, but the actual service area is more like 80,000 because the small areas around uh, Western Kansas do use Hayes as like entertainment hub shopping right. where they bring their kids to do a thing. And I'm curious, is that, so that's kind of like the situation Odessa is in? So Odessa's population, um, according to the last census, which I'm sure it's more now, um, but it was 120,000. Okay. So, I mean, we're a, we're a larger community. We're just not comparable to like Austin. Um, but I mean, like I said, we have all of the communities. We have a bunch of towns that are like Andrews is north of us about 40 minutes and they're about 15,000 people. So, I mean, we have like Pecos and Monahans. We have a bunch of smaller communities um, that just rely on us for everything because I mean, they don't have like um, any shopping really. They might have like a small Walmart or something, but really we have all of the, all of the needs. We, I mean, we meet all of their needs. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So that's about the population of the town I live in right now is a hundred thousand and in, uh, in, uh, in Lawrence, Kansas is where I'm at now. So to relate to that, it's like, yeah, the shopping areas, uh, if you're in the uh, smaller communities around you, like they go shopping, uh, something that isn't a small Walmart, something more like, I don't know, like it can be anything unique. I personally like going to TJ Maxx. That's my thing. But uh, those kinds of options out there now. <laughs> um, so and that, that's also a thing. Uh, what would you say is Odessa's marketing anchor as a destination? Do you, do you know of any, like, uh, that make a decision there? What, what, is the, what is the anchor? So oil is a big part of um, just who we are. Um, we're, we're just a working town. Um, and so we have tons and tons of oilfield workers that come here um, when the oil is doing well. Uh, so when the pandemic hit at the beginning of, or I guess in March last year, we took a drastic cut in our oil and which hurt our, um, our visitors, honestly, because so our hotel occupancy is normally between 90, 80, I would say 85 to hundred percent occupancy. 
Um, and we saw a drastic cut in that. And now we're getting back, we're getting better, but um, I think we're at about 35 to 40 to 50% right now. So um, that, that is a big part of who we are, is oil. Um, I mean, we have um, just nurses. Um, there's, there's just a demand for everything here. And so if you are looking for a, a career, you know, like Odessa is the place to go. It's, it's a great opportunity. Um, we have a ton of diversity just because people come from all over. Um, and that's truly like, I, when I moved here, I, I'm from a small town originally. And so when I moved here, I was like, wow, this is truly a diverse city that is open. I mean, you don't feel like you're, you're a minority anywhere you go because there's, you know, there's a little bit of everything here. Yeah. And the, uh, so yeah, and also the get back to that oil, uh, oil jobs. Those are, those are good jobs. Those are good paying jobs, yes, high, they are. high quality. I mean, it's hard work, but if you know, if people who know work in the oil fields, they know the kind of work, but they're good and important jobs too uh, for energy sector. And I know Texas uh, in oil, that's goes hand in hand. I know that. And so, but okay, I'm trying to go back to, uh, I mean, I know the pandemic has pretty much rocked everyone's world and it made a seismic shift and everything. Uh, but I'm trying to go back to like uh, whenever the occupancy and, and maybe things are going full steam, eventually we'll get back to that where things are uh, relatively back to where they once were in terms of production. Um, so let's say you do have 80, 90, 95% occupancy, 100% uh, hotels with uh, traveling workers in, in the oil field. Is there like a, a message of some kind or a way you communicate with them or things you promote that they're, what they're looking for, what they need or desire? I assume they need restaurants, they need something to do, they need some place to go enjoy themselves because after working a long day in the, in the oil fields, you got to go uh, relieve a little bit of stress. Is there any kind of uh, that kind right. of messaging going on? Well, and a lot of the oil field workers um, come here without their families because it's temporary work usually. Um, and so they are always looking for things to do. And so that's like our main goal is to just let people in hotels know what there is to do. Um, so we partner with obviously Hoopboard. Um, and we have a kiosk located in our um, conference center. And so that's, we have got, we've had it probably a little over a year now, I wanna say, I don't remember exactly when we put that in, um, but it's, it's been really well received um, with the travelers. Um, we just put all of our events on there. Um, all of, we have literally all of our uh, restaurants, our uh, like local dining, chains, everything. Um, and so that helps them kind of find places to eat um, things to do, stuff like that. We have all of our hotels listed on there. Um, so if they're looking for better accommodations or different accommodations, they can look there. Um, so we have all of that. And then we've also recently partnered with Van Wango, um, which is I, a newer company I had never heard of before last year. Um, and we are doing like a, a queso and margarita trail is going to be our first um, thing to do. And, I, love, and so, I, I love everything you just said just now. Right, right. Everybody does. Who doesn't love pizza margaritas? Yeah, there is no so, argument. <laughs> so we're going to we're partnering with them um, about uh, 20 different restaurants um, that have great queso and margaritas. And, um, and so you'll just be able to go around and check in at all of the different participating restaurants. And then you'll get a prize at the end, like a t-shirt or a, a jackrabbit, because that's something unique that we have here and so we do get visitors that just come in to see our jackrabbits so we have there so the original jackrabbit statue is about eight foot tall so back in i want to say the 30s 40s um we are known for a woman 
roping the world's largest jackrabbit. Uh, a woman, so I'm sorry, say it again, a, 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 a what? A woman, oh. at a rodeo, a woman roped a four foot and some inches um, jackrabbit <laughs> in awesome. like five seconds. Wow. So it, yes, it's very impressive. That's but so they created a jackrabbit. It's, I, I think it stands eight foot tall. Um, and so you're able to see that, take pictures, selfies with it. Um, and then we also have 32, which it was originally, I believe, 38 jackrabbits around town. Um, but some have gotten hit by cars or vandalized or, you know, so we're down to 32. Um, but you can go and um, we have like a jackrabbit trail and you can go and take selfies with those as well. Sounds like an Instagram challenge or a TikTok challenge right? or something. I would do that. Oh, that sounds like fun. You know, I put a hashtag next to it and who can make a, I don't know, make the funniest face or, or just, yeah, don't, yeah, don't, don't break it, please. Uh, that's a bit different. <laughs> please. They're that's very fun. fragile. <laughs> <laughs> well, that sounds great. Yeah. The uh, Margarita Trail. And I'm, I appreciate the shout out to Hoopboard. Yeah, we are big on um, one of my favorite things. Uh, and also the, the app of what we have there. And you're talking about the, the trail is I'm big on food specials. I've been really big on um, like uh, the mar uh, marketing to, uh, to people who are like, you know, working. And one of the most common things, if it's lunchtime or dinner time, uh, if you're, I don't know if anyone's like me, like I'm, I'm always about tracking down where the mon Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday specific food specials are. So I can, right. a bit. and it gets me to like go to a restaurant I wouldn't normally go to. So I'm always, I'm kind of stuck in my ways, but if I find a special that I like, it gets me to like, okay, I want to try this out or try that out. I've never tried that before, which is also a great way to, uh, the, the, you know, the way we can use the board as well. Like, Hey, it puts food specials on there and it's a nice way to organize content. But yeah, the, uh, I'm big on that margarita trail idea. I have to come down there and try that. And <laughs> I want to take a so, photo. Well, come on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's going to be super fun. And we plan on, um, doing different, um, coupons and stuff like that. So people can, um, do discounts and check in at the restaurant and get like 15% off the, an entree or something like that as well. Okay, so we got food, we got a nice place to work for people, they got places to stay, and I'm thinking, here's my next thing, uh, kind of a, another just kind of question popped in my head just now, is what about entertainment? Do you have bands coming through, or like, uh, like comedians, or you know, Broadway show kind of, traveling shows kind of thing? What's that situation look like? So we have uh, the Wagner Noel Performing Arts Center. Um, it's actually located in Midland, which is our, our sister city to the east. Um, but it's right in between us. So our cities pretty much touch. Um, and so like we're, our two cities are, are the main hub for our area and we call our area the Permian Basin. Um, and so that is um, one, like they have Broadway shows, they, they have awesome opportunities for any artsy person, you know, like they have something for you at any point in time. Um, obviously now with the pandemic, it's getting uh, harder to get bands to, to get here. Um, but they do have, um, events starting this month and then they, I mean, it, you know, they're booking them out pretty a year in advance. Um, but they've had some pretty big names come there. Um, and then we do have concert venues just throughout the city that people, um, just play at and stuff like that. And so, and we are also a music, uh, not a music friendly, um, um, film friendly city as well. So we've had, um, Friday night lights. I don't know if you've ever seen that movie. I've seen that movie. Yeah, that was, is that filmed in Odessa? It was based off of Odessa and it oh. was par partially filmed in Odessa. Yes. Oh, that's and so, cool. um, Friday, uh, the stadium is, um, Ratliff stadium, which is still standing. That's our high school stadium that we use. Um, and actually our college uses it too, uh, university of Texas in the Permian basin. 
So um, it's, it's very well utilized and we have, you know, random tournaments, soccer tournaments and stuff there as well. Um, but that is a very famous stadium that people come here just to, you know, take a picture with and say, oh, I've been to Ratliff Stadium. Oh yeah, that's a great, that's a great point. Yeah, it's a, if it's famous in a movie, you gotta go take your photo there. And, and oh, yeah, it's awesome. what's that famous line? Uh, football is a way of life in Western Texas or well, I think the, the main truth. actor. Is it truth? Is that true? Yeah. Yes. Everybody uh, lives and breathes football here. It, so yeah, that, that's another cool thing too, is I know when I lived in Kansas, I don't know if you have that in Odessa where did you host any like state football championships or for the specific schools or in the area like, or is that, or is that more concentrated more in like the Dallas kind of store situation? Right. So um, I believe every year the state games are hosted at the Cowboys stadium at the AT&T stadium in, in Dallas. Uh, in Arlington, but um, we do host playoff games throughout the year or, and you know, in the fall. Um, and then we have other, you know, playoff games and stuff in the spring. But So if you want to watch some good high school football, uh, Odessa, and you're, you're like, hey, I want to see what the up-and-comers, maybe the who's going to be playing for uh, for UT or playing in the, in the Division One teams, maybe uh, as well. Texas has a tradition of uh, developing that kind of talent. So maybe that's a good good way to spend a, good a Friday night as well, checking out. For sure. And um, I know Marcus Cannon is from here. There's been several pro football players that are from Permian, I think. Permian High School is where they came from. But we have two high schools here, Odessa High School and Permian High School. So Permian High School is the is the school that Friday Night Lights was based off of. That's awesome. That's great. Well, Mary, that uh, pretty much wraps it up here. Thank you so much. Uh, we covered food. We covered uh, jobs. We covered the situation. Um, a lot of great things for families to do. Sounds like a fun, family-friendly, and hopefully we get past the uh, the situation, the current situation we are, we are in with the pandemic. I think, you know, eventually we'll get to a place where safely being able to uh, get out and move around again. And uh, that means, uh, you know, uh, I predict there's going to be a surge of people who have been cooped up all year and it's just going to go, the floodgates are going to open whenever it's nice and safe and everyone is ready to get out again. And that's going to keep, uh, keep the, uh, the visitor departments uh, where you're working are very busy. What would what, you say? We sure hope so. And we are, um, we're just, we're ready for it for sure. And um, I know that our, our team, um, tries to bring in, you know, groups and sporting events and things. And it's hard when you have lots of cases in your city and you know your surrounding cities as well so we're just we're ready for everybody to just get safe and be able to get out and about again for sure absolutely absolutely agree i think we're all ready for that and uh thank you very much for joining us today on the Hoopboard podcast and uh don't be a stranger hopefully we can uh, meet up again soon and talk some more thanks brian <laughs>